What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I want to talk about the one flop betting mistake that I see a lot of amateurs making these days, and it might be costing you money at the poker table. Let's jump right into it. All right, so what is the big mistake? The mistake is continuation betting on bad flops, and don't worry, I'm gonna walk you through a bunch of flop board textures today. We're gonna talk about the bad flops that you need to avoid c-betting on right now, continuation betting, and I'm gonna explain what that term means in a second. So don't worry, I'm not gonna leave you hanging. We're gonna talk all about the flop today. We're gonna break it down, the crucial stage of the hand on the flop, you need to know how to read the board correctly. So number one, what is a continuation bet? All right, so a continuation bet is when you raise preflop and then you go ahead and continue your aggression by betting again on the flop. Now we need to make sure that we're betting on the right flops though because the entire point is to get them to fold. Guys, remember when we go to the flop with a hand like ace-queen, ace-jack, something like that, for example, you're going to miss the flop two out of every three times. I know it's sad but true. So we need to make sure that we're betting in the right situations where we're likely to get the most folds out of them. All right, so let's break it down first by the flops you need to avoid c-betting on. C-betting continues betting when I say that I mean the exact same thing I'm talking specifically about boards like nine eight six with two clubs seven five four with two diamonds you should avoid c betting on these highly coordinated and wet flops and here is the reason why the biggest reason why you want to avoid continuation betting on boards like this is because these kind of flops absolutely nail the pre-flop calling range of our opponents. And guys, let's remember when we raise preflop, what hands are our opponents, one or two, however many cards we got, what hands are they likely to have called us with preflop? Well, it's probably not hands like aces, kings, queens, ace, kings, stuff like that, because they would have re-raised us preflop. No, when they decide to just flat call us preflop, they're often going to have a litany of hands like this, jack 10 suited, 10 9 suited, all these suited connectors, right? 9 8 suited, 8 7 suited, 7 6 suited, 5 4 suited. Uh, how about some suited aces like ace 9 suited, ace 8 suited, ace 7 suited, ace 6 suited, ace 5 suited. You guys get the idea. And how about some mid pocket pairs all the way down to baby pocket pairs, pocket tens, pocket nines, pocket eights, pocket sevens, pocket sixes, fives, fours, threes, and so on. You guys get the idea. Now, the only thing you need to ask yourself on boards like nine, eight, six with two clubs, seven, five, four with two diamonds, what do all these hands think about these flops? Well, I think you guys already know they absolutely love these flops. They've all connected with these flops in some sort of way. They've got some sort of pair. They've got two pair. They've got a pair plus a flush draw. They've got two pair plus a flush draw. They've got three of a kind. They've got an over pair. I don't have enough fingers. So you guys understand what I'm talking about. All of these hands absolutely love these flops and that's why they're not going to fold. All right, so next let's talk about what flops you should be c-betting instead. Well, these are going to be the majority of the flops. Flops like a six deuce rainbow. When I say rainbow, by the way, I'm talking about a board that has three different suits seven seven four with two spades queen three three with two diamonds king four nine with two spades i think you guys get the idea 
We're talking about ace high flops. We're talking about paired flops here, king high flops. Basically flops where there's not a lot of stuff going on. There's maybe a flush draw here and there, but ultimately these flops do not hit these, all those hands that we just talked about, they don't hit them nearly as hard. In fact, what do these flops hit? They hit our range, yes. All of these flops are much better for our perceived range. If you read my first book, Crushing the Microstakes, you know what a perceived range means, but I'll explain it quickly here as well. When we raise preflop, guys, we are representing a clear range in the mind of most of our opponents, and those are big Broadway hands like an ace-king, ace-queen, ace-jack, ace-ten, king-queen, king-jack, a lot of hands like that, pocket aces, pocket kings, pocket queens. Now, of course, when we do raise preflop, we actually do have a lot of these hands, not always, but we definitely do a lot of the time, and so boards like this are likely going to give us much more equity and have them drawing very slim. For example, if we have ace-queen and the flop comes down, ace-six-deuce, that's a really good flop for us and it's a really bad flop for seven-eight of hearts or something, for example. So guys, I really want to finish up here by giving you a sort of quick sort of cheat sheet, if you will, of how to look at flop board textures and it's actually pretty simple. The best way to look at it is actually just to memorize the flop board textures to avoid betting on because like I said, it's the minority of them. It's boards like nine-eight six with two clubs, seven, five, four with two diamonds. Basically highly coordinated wet flop board textures like these. And when I say highly coordinated, I'm talking about three of those sort of middling cards in a row. We already talked about how those kind of cards hit their calling range so hard and also flops that have a flush draw on them. And especially if we're not blocking those flush draws, meaning that for example, there's two diamonds on the board and we don't have a diamond in our hand, therefore we do not block it, meaning that it's more likely that they can have two diamonds having a flush draw, ultimately meaning they're not gonna fold. And finally, you want to especially avoid c-betting on these handful of boards like this when you're out of position versus a calling station. Definitely the recreational players and definitely the more sticky regulars as well who don't like to fold. If you're playing online poker, you can simply look at their fold to flop c-bet statistic using a program like Poker Tracker, for example, and that'll tell you everything you need to know about what kind of player type you're up against and if they're likely to fold. But guys, the bottom line is all you really need to do is just memorize these boards. 986, two clubs, 754, two diamonds. And again, the suits don't really matter. I want you guys to understand is these middling kind of boards with cards in between, say, five all the way up to 10, where they're all in there. There's gonna be a lot of straight possibilities. Definitely boards with a flush draw where you do not block those draws once again. And boards when you are out of position, meaning that you are first to act, by the way, and there is a person who likes to call a lot. These are situations where if you have a hand like ace-king or ace-queen, for example, the best play for you in these situations is often to check instead of betting and just throwing away money. And of course, the beautiful thing is, is that these are the minority of boards. The vast majority of boards are the other ones that we just went through. The ace-six-deuce rainbow, the seven-seven-four, the king-eight-five. You guys get the idea. Most boards are not highly coordinated and not 
wet like this and you're simply going to get an easy fold out of them that's literally 80 90 percent of flops so all you really need to do is just memorize these handful of ones these highly coordinated action heavy boards and avoid c betting on those ones and i think you guys will have a lot more success at the poker tables hey guys i hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode if you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid stakes poker games make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain 79.com and also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as i'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games i wish you guys all the best at the poker tables i'll catch you next week this has been nathan williams with blackrain 79.com